0: Oh, so the island's not for sale, eh? Well, will you at least permit us to live in your socialist paradise? You're talking about Cuba? Exactly. All we ask is preferential treatment because of my fabulous wealth. May I see? Oh, see with your eyes, not with your hands. Please, we are all amigos here.
1: Mr. Burns, I think we can trust the president of Cuba. Now, give it back.
0: Give what back? Four Finger Discount,
1: dude.
2: Welcome to Four Finger Discount. This week we are here to review The Trouble with Trillions. I'm Dando. I am Mitch. You are sick. I am. This might be the first podcast delivered in. In form. Please tell me it's not going to be the entire podcast like this.
3: I'm trying to work out if this is like creepy or sickly or
2: vaguely erotic. I'm gonna to have to hopefully boost your voice so people can hear you. I can vaguely hear you. People can definitely hear. Me. <laughs> if I can hear myself, then they can hear me. Whenever they close their eyes, carried in on the wind, have they you can hear me. The children. <laughs> Are you ready to hear my
3: actual voice? No. No, I think it's actually worse when yeah. I try to do this. <laughs> yeah, Hello, there. everybody. What happened? Um, oh, it. it was the sneeze, wasn't it? Yeah, the sneeze. We spoke, well, well. yeah, okay, big so sneeze of 2019. We've spoken about this, but no one's heard of this yet, because it's like that was recorded for a future episode. Uh, the patrons um, have heard it. Oh, Okay. Well, in any case, I woke myself up with a sneeze on Saturday, oh, on Friday night, and it just ripped my throat to shreds. Um, you can actually hear the cuts in your throat, I reckon. Yeah, I can feel it. You can it can like hear my the scratches. It yeah. feels like my throat is bleeding yeah. constantly. Uh, and when your job entails talking from nine to five, um, that makes it really oh, tough. Of course. Yeah, like, to actually get any downtime to recover. So, Did people point it out when you called them up? Do you call them when they call you? Your, your helpline, right? They call in, yeah. 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 So uh, no one pointed it out. There were a few times that I had to myself because my voice just completely gave out on me like, it just did when I tried to say gave. Um, so, there are a few times that I had to apologize. As I will do in advance now, this is how it's going to sound for the next hour. You're just going to have to deal with it. Pretend I sound sexier than I do. I
2: wonder how many listeners are out there going,
3: <laughs> I actually have to say, you know how, like, when you lose one sense, they say that other senses might recover or, like, they, they mm. get stronger. So... You know, um, blind people hear a lot better. Yeah, blind people can hear better, or you might develop a sense of touch or something like that. Is that true, though, or is that just a myth? I I don't know, but I've heard people say it. I will say this: since losing my voice, my sense of self worth has gone through the roof. To compensate, (laughs) even more than usual. Yeah, even though I I have so much more to say now that I can't say it.
2: It's like having a conversation in your head, but no one's around. Yeah, uh, it you, is if you're by like yourself, that. do you talk to yourself in your head, or do you talk out loud? I'm certainly not talking out loud right now. Yeah. You
3: heard me before. I was trying to do some. I was trying to figure out what my range of voice I was. I thought
2: you were doing a Bob Dylan impersonation. I thought you pushed record <laughs> and you were doing something by it. like, "I'm here in the microphones." <laughs> no,
3: I, I don't think I could do Bob right now. I was thinking, do what you were doing though. What were you doing?
2: Well, you do know, a vocal exercises. A
3: while ago, when I had a really bad throat and. It enabled me, I can't do it right now. Um, it's too bad, but it enabled me to do Batman in a way I'd never been able Kinda. to do before. I've gone back a few years. I was wondering if my throat being this scratchy would enable like a Selma impression, or what I was trying to do was that old, um, the receptionist from Monsters Inc. Uh, oh, Archie yeah, Krasowski, yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, it's it just tapped into like a- Lady Dora style. Kind of, yeah. Stabbed into a vocal range that I didn't have before, so I was just playing around with that before we hit record. Give us something. Give us a sound, one line, if you can. Uh, just give it a... Ugh, <laughs> Ugh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it works. Trouble with Trillions. Uh, this is an episode, a bit of a mixed bag. Watching it, going back and watching it now, I felt like the ending just, as much as I enjoyed it, just made no sense. It was so different from... So it started out kind of grounded in the sense that it was mm-hmm. a situation that is quite common. People putting their tax returns in late. Yep. And then by the end of it, it's Monty Burns, Smithers, and Homer flying to Cuba to try and hide a trillion dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Pretty elaborate. That's not what the, what the original story was. The original story no. was going to be Homer finding out he's a Native American and f- using it to exploit, or u- exploiting it to not have to pay taxes. Yes. The writers didn't do any research that Native Americans actually pay taxes. Yeah. Yeah, because they're <laughs> well, contributing play, members of society. <laughs> exactly.
3: Who would have thought? Uh, I... Believe that that is an infinitely worse idea. Even if they had found out, never should have ever con- considered yeah, doing that. Because like I would, uh, I would really have hated like to crowbar this bit of extra backstory in a Homer that he finds out that his entire heritage is different.
2: I'm assuming by the end they would have found out it's not true. It was a mistake. Yeah, or it would have kind. been like
3: a great, great, great relative that no one is like. It would have been like he's one eighth Cherokee or something like that. But even then. I just don't like that. I actually... So, you say mixed bag, and this episode had a real mixed bag. If you look at it online, there's a lot of different reviews. Uh, some people praise it, some people don't like it. I'm in the camp that I actually really enjoyed this um, almost as much as I've enjoyed any episode this season in terms of, like, pure funny. And yeah. I, I really liked the... Like, the story progression is absolutely insane, but I never stopped to think about it during the episode. It just flowed so quickly. So... It goes from a drunken New Year's Eve party to jokes about tax returns to Homer working for the FBI, including parodies of JFK and Mission Impossible, to this fantasy trillion dollar note to Fidel Castro and ends on a raft swimming back to the mainland. Like, that is just... That's season nine Simpsons. That is (laughs) such a crazy, almost any one of those individual things you could have dragged an entire episode out of and they've just thrown it all into one. Um, it's so much different re- from what a lot, yeah. of, a lot of people like about The Simpsons, though, but I don't care. I I had so much fun watching this. Well, yeah. I mean... I've,
2: I've learned to stop caring so much doing this podcast because you just have to. You have to stop nitpicking things and just enjoy the show for what it's become.
3: Yeah, well, the thing that I think is really important is that the characterizations are really true throughout. So, like, the situation... Oh, I wouldn't say that.
2: Monty Burns you know?
3: f- being anti-government? That's
2: the reason he's... He-
3: uh, he's not so much anti-government; he's anti-giving money to the tax. government. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Monty just, Burns would have some logic in there where he wants that coming his way.
2: And it just seemed like he all of a sudden became like Mona Simpson fighting against the man.
3: Yeah, but voice, but voice, right, right about this, but think like the words are the same, but the motivation is not.
2: Mm. With Mister
3: Burns, it's. Fighting against the man giving away tax dollars, i.e. giving away my dollars, i.e. try to pay little tax, try like, and whatever tax there is should come back to us like that. Or by, I say us, he says us, it's me. This is all selfish motivation from Mr. Burns. Whereas Mona is not like that. What'd you think of
2: Homer? I thought Homer was hilarious. Hilarious, but back to being a jerk again.
3: Uh, When's he a jerk?
2: Okay, not knowing how many kids he's got, <laughs> that kind of... But he's in a panic. Yeah. He's in a mad panic. Turning on his friends, there's the the, mm. the reasoning is there to an extent because he doesn't want to go to jail. But then he doesn't want to turn his back on Mr. Burns.
3: What? <laughs> yeah, well,
2: his friends didn't mount an argument. But this is before the argument. The argument was that Mr. Burns, the man who hasn't fired me after... He has fired him. He fired him last week. Oh,
3: I th- I, sorry, I thought you meant like when he actually picks up the rug after Burns. No, 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 no. He says, I
2: can't do this, Mr. Burns. The man who hasn't fired me after three meltdowns. Last week, he fucking fired him. Okay. <laughs> well,
3: again, maybe there's more of a motivation in there about the man who will fire me if he discovers that I'm doing this. I, I, feel, I just thought it was more fear of Mr. Burns where he doesn't fear his friends. I don't know. Just, just not, kind of not loyalty. But yeah. But that, that scene with the
2: rug, it's so cheap and so lame. I just thought it was hilarious, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> I read a review where the person, one review in particular, just completely shit all over it. That scene in particular, like, oh, well done, Ryder. Right? so creative of you. i got to laugh out of it. It's just
3: childish. You know, it's That's silly. fine. It's fart fine. jokes
2: are funny sometimes.
3: Yeah. Well, it's not exactly a fart joke, but, but you it's you know, similar. It's, it's that kind yeah. of comedy. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just toilet humor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's funny, yeah. Like, if you and I fell asleep next to each other in a room and I woke up and my hand was on your butt, it'd be like, your first thing is like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, the, the ending, in a sense, how it,
2: it's pretty out there, pretty wacky. You say at no point during watching it that you thought
3: it was too wacky? No. No? Be- it just felt like an... A, oh, I want to say natural... A natural in, progression. <laughs> well, one thing led to another and each step along the way escalates and becomes a bit more crazy than the step before. So, within the rules of this episode, it works. Now, if this had been the ending to... If, like, the episode had been really grounded up to the 18-minute mark, and then suddenly we've met Fidel Castro, that'd be over the top. But by about minute... I don't know exactly, but by once about a Once the FBI comes. Once the FBI comes in, which is relatively early... Halfway through the episode, we get introduced to a trillion dollar note. So, we're already in a realm of fantasy because that does not exist. Then, you know, fleeing the country, all that sort of stuff. Like, it's just we're no longer dealing with reality in this episode. And that is perfectly fine. Once you've made that leap halfway through the episode, you can end it in whatever crazy sense you want. It's happens quite a lot now. I think I mentioned it maybe two or
2: three episodes ago. I feel like this era of The Simpsons, you got to take every episode by itself.
3: Yeah, th- mo- way more so than... I, I think that's... The, ca- the
2: characters can still be who you know them to be, but in regards to the storylines, it's just one and done each time I, now. S-
3: I think that's true of the entire series, but there's more variation yeah. of the tone now than they're... Had been early on. I guess because they're getting wackier now.
2: I get. Well, they had they had their wacky episodes in the early ones, but yeah, they did. I think it's this more seems that, a bit more absurd though. I think the writers are a bit more
3: diverse now. That's true. That
2: that's probably it's not very often you see the same names anymore, is it? It's usually a no. different person every episode now. Yeah, yeah. Favorite moment from the episode. What was for your? What was for you?
3: Um, oh well, I'll get to the favorite moment in a okay. second. But what I did like, there's just some really great joke crafting throughout this episode. Uh, examples so the juxtaposing of Flanders doing his tax return versus Homer doing his tax return Homer doing his his is nowhere near as funny if you haven't seen how efficiently and politely Ned does his down to including candy and putting on far more more stamps than is necessary and how
2: much he panics that he's not going to get it in on time (laughs) yeah and also
3: not wanting a refund like not claiming clear business expenses because oh no i get the enjoyment out of that as well better not risk it versus homer who's like all right got to get some deductions and yes. just mash it up like 99 percent of people would do
2: it reminded me of being at uni so yeah. like how satisfying is it when you get on top of doing an assignment i mean you know you didn't go to uni but just say high school mm. and you get it done weeks in advance it almost feels odd you're like wow i've, I've done this I'm so efficient but for me I used to always leave it to the last minute like everyone does yeah, in this same. episode of The Tax Returns. Yeah. I, felt, I felt like I performed better when I left it to the last minute. I don't know.
3: What about you? I think that's just a delusion that <laughs> procrastinators tell themselves. Justify it. Yeah. I, I used to think that until, you know, well, it was the book, but until we did something ahead of time and I went, oh, no, it's much better if I have a chance to yeah. edit because your first draft is never your best draft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what else about the comedy? The... I I like some of the humor of the sudden reveal so like the to-do pile which wasn't there at the beginning of the scene because it doesn't exist in Homer's mind either and there's like okay, I have a to-do yeah. pile and then suddenly it's the size of his head that was hilarious um I really liked Krusty when Brockman is interviewing him um that, that's you know, the exact reason Why did you wait so <laughs> that? because I'm an idiot and like it is and No joke that they could have come up with about the fact that you're an idiot for leaving it that late would have been as funny as just calling it out for what it was.
2: Because everyone knows you're an idiot.
3: Yeah. Uh, We also get a great Homer um, being oblivious to his problem and who he's talking to. Which one? um, It's like, will you work for the FBI? Yeah, okay, but can you pay me under the table? (laughs) I've got a little tax problem. (laughs) Um, But my absolute favourite moment, and I had completely forgotten that it existed uh but it was something that my mate greenie and i used to quote for probably i don't know i reckon the best part of three or four years we would have signed off so many conversations with this or started it or crowbarred it in or whatever it might have been but when i saw that it was coming suddenly all these memories came flooding back to me and i loved it even more and it is one word and it's mostly due to the pronunciation from a poo Cheese. Oh, God, I can't do it. I can't do it justice. Play the Jeez. clip.
2: Cheese. You, you would start a conversation with that? Only with oh, Greeny. Okay.
3: Yeah, it was just the one thing that we would do. Or if a photo came out or just if we were ordering a burger. Or to like say it like that? Any, yeah, just to say it in a poo's voice. Hello, Agent Thompson. It's just so, <laughs> so funny because it's so innocent. And it's, I don't know, like no one would ever say cheese like that. And no. just... Rather than him just coming in and saying cheese, the fact that he's got like this real cheesy way of saying cheese—oh my god, it's just amazing!
2: How um, how great is it when one of my favorite moments is watching that video uh, that's in the photo booth? The people who are rebuilding the people of Europe, loses. losers! <laughs> it's harsh. Time. Shut up, Simpson. Very harsh, <laughs> Mister Burns scolding Homer. The yeah, fact that, that he said great. I have something to scold you with, cut to
3: him putting the stove on.
2: Yeah. Fuck that was funny. Yeah, that That's was wrong
3: <laughs> Actually, that was another thing that I wrote about great comedy. It was the um the two sides to Mr. Burns. Yes. The, I like, loved
2: Burns in his whole episode. Yeah,
3: I want to be really evil, but it's gonna take some time, so I guess you're my guest until that happens. He just becomes a normal person. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's just really, really good. I just also love his getaway outfit. Yeah. And how quickly he <laughs> put it on. Yeah. It's so absurd. It was just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and also, we have to give mention to Chief Wiggum. Yes. Three great lines. Only three lines, but they were all great. They were all it's great. Like, yeah. Yeah. And my final favorite moment is Homer trying to use the note in the vending machine, <laughs> <laughs> I, <gasps> ironing it out, like just trying to straighten <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, it's just, but it's, it's exactly what Homer would do, though. Yeah. It's so perfect.
1: From this day forward, your name shall be.
2: New name for the episode. What do you got for me? I got a little bit busy this week. I have four. Ooh, I've got two. Okay. Well, you hit me with yours Well, oh, you got four. You go first. No, no, you go first. The Great Monty Caper. Okay. And Dollars Are A Man's Best Friend. Okay,
3: Yeah, that's not too bad. <clears throat> I have Fidel Castro. Sorry, I don't know if my pronunciation came across it. Fidel Cash. Oh, yeah. Castro. I was like, that's his name. So and? <laughs> voice gave away at the at the wrong moment. <laughs> I got a trillion problems, but a snitch ain't one. That's good. Karma, 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 katrillion. <laughs>
2: Just so you can sing the song,
3: yeah. <laughs> and
2: is it karma as in K-A-R? Yeah, M-A. Okay, yeah.
3: And uh, shock and audit.
2: Mm-hmm. I like it. I think out of all them, your second one was the best. Thank you.
3: <laughs> um, a few suggestions that came in from our patrons. Yeah, from the patrons. Uh, I tried to look for some different ones this week. Um, top five. Oh, well, I've gone on top three. Top three. Uh, but Madeline Corzine or causing, the tax man cometh. Mm-hmm. There are two people actually suggested that but she got in first. Mark Burgess Trilly Vanilli <laughs> <laughs> Does it make sense? No, but it's it, no, funny. It, yeah, it's got trill in there, that <laughs> works. And Kieran Love Burnsters Trillions. That's pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. That's probably the winner this week. of uh, if there was a prize. Should it we do, won.
2: should we do the uh Patreon mailbag now? Should we do trivia first?
3: Then? Um let's do trivia. Let's first do today.
2: trivia first. Okay, hang on one second.
0: Next question. You there, eating the paste.
2: And trivia. I've got four questions this week. I have three. I'll kick off then. What was Smithers
3: ironing when Burns... Socks. Was... Socks. Well done. Is that one of your questions? No. Okay. What parts of nature do taxes apparently pay for? Oh, shit. Oh, I'm not going to be able to remember. Trees and sunshine. Trees and sunshine. <laughs> sunshine. God, that didn't work either. Sunshine. Lollipop. and... What colour are the taxis in Cuba? Uh, white. Aqua. Mm. Aqua blue. Okay. Yeah. How many tax returns can the government computer process in a single day? Nine? Yeah. More nine. than... More this than. can can process more than nine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and what time did Flanders think it was
3: when he was about to go to the post office? Here I am oh, thinking it's... 8.35. 8.35, yeah. yeah. My final question, how many digits are there in one trillion? trillion? Thirteen. Yes, well done. <laughs> That's a one followed by 12 yeah. zeros.
2: All right, that is trivia for this week. Now, I mentioned just before, Patreon mailbag. So, if you want to be a part of this, it's going to be a $2 plus patron and you can join the exclusive Four Finger Discount Facebook group. More and more people joining
3: each and every week. Thank you so much for joining up, guys. Yeah. More and more people requesting that have, that have no idea what it is each and every week. Oh,
2: mate, how many requests?
3: They obviously just must find the group somehow. Yeah. Maybe they had search Four Finger Discount. I don't know. We've got to find a way to make it unlisted.
2: No, because I, I always message him. One guy abused me. Do you, I'm, I'm going to read out what this one. I won't. I won't name him right. <laughs> this requests, and I said, if you want to just join the group, you just got to you know become a patron mm. for as little as one dollar. I know two dollars to be a. thing. Here we go. What is, Keep Facebook
3: free, man. He he t- went
2: to town on me. I don't even want to join your stupid fucking group. So why would I ever know the answer to some stupid fucking questions? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you don't want to join it, how did you get there? Yeah.
2: <laughs> we what? didn't add you. Oh, Jesus. I was like,
3: Jesus Christ, calm down, man.
2: Just trying to take your money, that's all. <laughs> uh, but patron mailbag this week. So we asked for episode-specific questions. That's what the patron mailbag is. So travel with Trillions mailbag, top three. If you could buy just one thing and money is no object, which it pretty much is if you've got a trillion-dollar bill, what would you buy? And that was from Jamie Gamel. Tom Hanks. Oh, I would just love, I'd love to cuddle Tom Hanks, wouldn't you? Yeah. A a, a cuddle from Tom Hanks. <laughs> have you seen Tom Hanks when he um photo bombed someone in their wedding photos in Central Park? He was just running through Central Park. I think it was Central Park. Mm. He was just going for a
3: jog and people were getting their wedding photos. Uh, yeah, I have. That would
2: be the greatest day ever.
3: Yeah, it'd be pretty fantastic. Oh. Uh, no, um okay, so an actual an actual item for purchase. Just let's a, say an object. Let's say that people countries and uh, entire what golf course would you like to buy and it was yours to play on and only you could play on it and only I could
2: play there An invite only so if the pros wanted to play on it again they'd have to ask for your permission oh
3: man I think I'd really like um, what's the most prestigious one what's the one that every golfer just aims to play on well I mean for history there's St Andrews okay which is where Scotland Scotland um, is one of the first if not the first golf course okay um TPC at Sawgrass is the one that's got that really cool island hole, the 17th. Yeah, yeah, that one. Augusta, where yep. the Masters are, obviously. Um, I don't think I'd want to play there. Too much tradition, too stuffy. What's the hole there that everyone... Isn't there a really difficult hole? Augusta? Uh, there's a section called Amen Corner, okay, yeah, which is pretty full on. Um, but I think Pebble Beach has just got amazing views. It's the one that's cut right into the... Um, like uh, is it Pacific Ocean, Indian Ocean, whatever ocean it is that's off the coast. Um, Just drive some balls out into the water? Well, yeah, pretty much. Pollute Uh, the water, kill some fish? No, like Kramer, (laughs) (laughs) send in a marine biologist. No, um, I think for views that that would be a pretty phenomenal golf course to be able to play. You'd have to live nearby, though.
2: No point owning it if you can't play on it every day.
3: Well, surely if I own it, I can at least... Travel set up if you have enough money to get there or to buy it, I should say. Well, well I was going to yeah. say I'd set up a bed in the you know, caddy shack or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, next question.
3: Well, you didn't answer.
2: Oh, true. I asked you what you would buy. Um, so golf course for you, what's a sport now? Uh, we won't buy the MCG, that'd be boring. The actual Millennium Falcon from the original Star Wars. Ooh. But would there be an actual Millennium Falcon well, there from was the original a, Star Wars? There was a set piece, I'm not sure whether yeah. it was what it was like inside but it's obviously a physical thing there when they're in the um in the bay you see them yeah, walking okay. up and down it was
3: that in miniature or was that oh, Actually, no, they walking yeah, of in a real size they yeah. walking under it yeah
2: having I have to obviously buy a big shed and then yep. put that inside of it yeah
3: okay that works would you have the original job of the hut or would you get some cgi and uh, just layer that in over the top <laughs> that you have to awkwardly hop over. i
2: hire him to act it out
3: and then CGI over the top of him yeah, again. Good. <laughs>
2: yeah. Poor guy never got his moment of fame. Stand
3: in the middle of this hologram of you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that guy's still alive. I'd assume not. He looked like a pretty unhealthy man in 1977 when it was filmed. I've never actually seen him. You haven't seen the footage? No. Really? No. He just looks like, uh, looks like Fred Flintstone. John Goodman? Pretty much. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) An unhealthy John Goodman. Oh, dear. Next question. What password? This is from Liam Reed. What password would you choose for a top secret government film that was hidden in a public place? Mm, Okay. Um, It's got to be a word that no one uses, I guess, doesn't it? What about Quijibo? There's nothing funny there, but it's a word that no one's going to use.
3: Do we want want that, or do we want to go for a similar sort of joke? Like the fact Uh, that. If we're going for comedy, yeah, okay. What would it be? Um, Hello? No. Oh, you know what? Oh, okay. Guaranteed to never get used. You know the McDonald's order, like, self-order booth? The touchscreen? Yeah, the touchscreen. Um, It would be, let's say it's voice activated, but in any case, it would be that touchscreen. That's where the message would be hidden, and the code word would be salad. (laughs) In America, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're
2: not too far behind in terms of obesity, actually. Not not good at all. (laughs) America, you're losing your title. And final question. And our pal, Nick Barbaro, who we uh, know from our trivia nights, don't Mm -hmm. we? Loyal attender. Yes. Very, very loyal fan of the show. Thank you, Nick. Uh, If you're given a ticket to a boat onto international waters, what's the one thing that you do? One thing that you can get away Mm. with. One thing or first thing? It says, what's the one thing that you would do? Mm. Okay. We wouldn't want to kill anybody.
3: No, I think even in international waters that shit's coming back to haunt you. Yeah. Um, is cocaine legal in international waters? I guess it depends which international waters. Although, really, is cocaine
2: legal anywhere? Though <laughs> seems like a long way to go just to do some
3: do a line of blow.
2: But you do it every night anyway, don't you?
3: Uh, well, not anymore, but you did. Yeah, well, not since the throat. I think that might be the problem. <laughs> It's normally nostrils that get eaten away. I've just gone straight for the esophagus.
2: No, it's like what? What do you do though? Because you don't want to do anything that's gonna hurt somebody. You don't want to do any drugs. You, there's nothing really you can do out there because we can gamble here as well. Like what's what can you do out there that you wouldn't just be able to do at home?
3: Um, pirate Game of Thrones. <laughs> get access to a pirate base. <laughs> just head straight to one of the oil rigs and just go. <laughs> hey boys, I got season eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh man alrighty well thank you once again patrons for your questions this week make sure you send them through next week as well like I said $2 plus patrons get access into the Facebook group and you can be a part of the patron mailbag if I choose to read your question out now Mitch anything else you want to tell the listeners before we get into the review of Trouble with Trillions top don't mind to be perfectly honest what's
3: that I don't know I don't know what you just said I didn't finish <laughs> a single word I start I like, oh, not to be honest <laughs> <laughs> I started five words in that sentence <laughs> and none of them got complete. It was just sound. <laughs> it was sound, but it was beautiful. My I, body um, shook for a second. So we loud. sat down at the beginning and Dan was like, are you sure you want to do this? Because you, like, you sound bad. Yeah. And I was like, well, I think if nothing else, people will laugh at my misfortune. You, you, but you were delirious then. <laughs> you never once just
2: gone. <laughs> I had just had yeah, a small <laughs> stroke. <laughs> we should tell the listeners, I've got, we've got a little setup going here now. Mm. Much more casual. Well, much more, like I'm actually... Efficient.
3: I'm seated as opposed yeah. to just lounging on a couch. Don't have to hold the microphones anymore. Mm. We can hear ourselves in the headphones. What happened to that couch, by the so, way? So um, Shrunk. <laughs> <She> <laughs> put just put it in the dryer.
2: <laughs> so, the, it was originally a corner couch. Um, it was taking up way too much space. It wasn't being used. So, that half of the couch is in the garage now. The oh, TV. so it's a modular and you've pulled it apart. Yeah, yeah. So, now it's two parts. Okay. That's just a temporary thing because there's actually no arm on the far wall there. Mm-hmm. So, it's just for the time being. Okay. But we're going to have a proper setup soon. It's going to be good.
3: Yeah, excellent. I've heard you, uh, you've bought some egg cartons to help with the soundproof. Actual egg cartons from Safeway. Yeah, good. It's the only <laughs> way to soundproof a house.
2: Uh man. Alrighty, so triple the Trillions. The original air date was April 5th, 1998. The chopboard gag was, I will not demand what I'm worth. What do you think Bart's worth?
3: Uh, what's the workplace? Demolition, quite
2: a lot. Newsreading, apparently good as well. Next week, girly edition, is a pretty good newsreader. Mm, that's true. Uh, sportscaster, should I should say. And the couch gag is the living room is a sauna, and there's three creepy men. I thought this would have been better if it was three men that we knew. I think they've had this one before. What uh, y- oh,
3: have they? Well, possibly. It would have made sense for it to be Jasper and the Jewish guy and whatnot. Yeah. But anyway, um, um, I just flash forward to a, a clip, a non Simpsons related clip that we're going to have to play. Now? No, next week for the girly edition. Have you ever seen the Boon Goes the Dynamite sports guy? Yes. My God, is that fantastic! <laughs>
2: That's just, that became like a meme.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was just, if, if you haven't heard
2: it, listeners, you're in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> a little tease for next week. So, the episode kicks off with what, Mitch? It is what night?
3: Uh, new Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, yeah. Mm. Ten seconds
2: away from the New Year. We don't have these things in Australia, do we? The ball? It seems to be, it's a New York thing. Yeah, the New, well, it's, I'm pretty sure it's only Times Square. That oh, it's only the Times ball. Square does this, okay, yeah. Um. Stop. so Chief Wiggum decides he's going to shoot it. He's never afraid to pull out his weapon, is he?
3: Uh, we can no, um, you know, to put out lights to turn off the TV. <laughs> it was a remote. Shoots the light, it smashes down, causes the town hall
2: to catch on fire. Everyone starts celebrating. New Year's Eve, is this something that you go out and celebrate anymore or do you just
3: just at home now? No, I very rarely ever have, to be honest. It's never been a big night it's for me. has been a long time since I have. I don't like being told that I have to have fun on a designated time and day. What
2: about your birthday?
3: My birthday's a little bit different because it's mine like it's not just yours? It's more on my birthday. I'm telling other people they have to have fun. It's a different thing. Yeah. But yeah, New Year's Eve. That it just. I don't know. It feels so orchestrated. To be like, <laughs> you must enjoy this evening. There's a lot of pressure on that, and you know it's no different to. What's the difference between January 31st and January 30th? Other than not having to go into work the next day.
2: Oh, you wake up and you're a new you. Do
3: you new me? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> Uh, you wake up and your cupboard's full of kale
2: <laughs> you go, I will why lose isn't weight. this in the
3: fridge that doesn't make sense I fucking will, idiot
2: I will lose weight damn it I will lose weight and then it gets to April and they haven't lost weight no oh well, some people do some do most don't yet
0: oh January 1st better get going on those taxes Nettie hmm let's see cash register ink well that's a business expense isn't it I Oh, but then i do enjoy the smell of this stuff don't i better not risk it
3: now i'm very much when it comes to taxes i'm very much ned flanders in terms of timing don't get me wrong i'll claim whatever the fuck i can claim but uh it, yeah like i'm big on i'm the guy that's like i'll have everything done and ready and then i'm waiting on my private health insurance to send through their statement it's they're always the last thing I'm like, come on, guys! I got to get my sweet, <laughs> sweet refunds.
2: The tax return, I gotta get it done. <laughs> I like you that Flanders was asleep, boss. Everyone else was
3: out partying. Actually, yeah, I hadn't even really considered that, but that's very true. Yeah, it feels very Flanders. He was woken up by the fireworks. They, they would have been the people that took Rod and Todd down to the nine pm, 9 p.m. family yeah. fireworks. <laughs> that's me now. Yeah. Uh, so, cash register Inc. thats
2: a business expense, isn't it? But he does like the smell. Yeah. What does it? What does it smell like? Cash register
3: ink, presumably the same as most other inks. Does it smell good though?
2: I can't imagine it would. Um, I like the smell of textures. Is it similar to that? Ned
3: smelling ink would be as close as he gets to a drug. So I'm We're sure a white wine spritzer. That hasn't happened yet. Ah, okay.
2: No, but what was that thing where he goes? I was more animal than man when he got tipsy. Just oh. boring, boring <laughs> old biddy. But didn't he have something to drink that night? I, th- I was more animal than man. Wasn't it a root beer? <laughs> I think it was, oh, like, maybe it, yeah, was, yeah. it was like a non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I can't quite remember. But uh, Todd walks in and he questions Ned. What's he doing? Daddy, what do
0: taxes pay for? Oh, Why, everything. Policemen, trees, sunshine. <laughs> and let's not forget the folks who just don't feel like working. God bless them.
3: Neddy, it's 8.45. The post office is going to be opening soon. 8.45?
0: Here I am yapping away like it's 8.35. Ooh, can't forget the mints.
1: <laughs> Getting your taxes out of the way? No, just mailing out death certificates for holiday-related fatalities.
2: <laughs> Hibbert just finds humour in everything, doesn't he? Holiday-related fatalities? Mm. Something to laugh about. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't got much Hibbert lately, actually, have we? It was actually... Uh, no, seemed, we haven't. He
3: seemed more prominent in the early years. Yeah, we certainly haven't had, like, a extended... Uh it was sorry, I was just looking up. It was blackberry schnapps, okay, that was so it was there, yeah,
2: um, I guess there's only so much you can do with that character there's not, there's <clears throat> not much to him. he's sorry. just the doctor who laughs if they're not sick, there's no need for the Hibbs to be there, really,
3: yeah, pretty much um I what I was going to say is the uh, something, oh, as a really dark joke, like just how many deaths there were, which. I mean, it wouldn't make sense. You speak, to, you, speak, you speak to emergency services or people that work in emergency rooms and that sort of thing. And yeah, like the holidays are a depressingly busy time. For and them. it's like the lead up knowing we're going to be dealing with a lot of death coming up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was surprised to see a joke that dark, uh, that early in an episode. It was one of those ones where you're like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily just like, you know, good on him for doing it. But yeah, it... It's one of those ones that makes you sit up and take notice. I wouldn't say it's offensive, but if you had someone who passed
2: away on, say, New Year's Eve and you passed. Oh, yeah, it's it, probably it going it to be upsetting. It'll be upsetting, but it's not yeah. It's not offensive, though. It's not, you know. Uh, then we get Wiggum controlling the crowd. <laughs> oh, the satisfaction in his face. The, faster, the harder you push, the faster you're getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> big smile on his face. <laughs> Old Skinner trying to cut in line. The justification from Edna while she's not letting him
3: cut in. Oh, uh, yeah, until we're finding joint work. Yeah. <laughs> back of the line. <laughs> so good.
2: This was just a way to get some sub characters in. This, yeah, this section. Yeah, but also, like, everything made sense for every character. Yeah, like, yeah. And,
3: but this is also like, there's a lot of jokes here that are just true of people in real life. Um, yes, you know, I mean, that one—the desire to try to—we did this at the movies the other day when there was a massive line for Toy Story Four, and you just sort of before you join the back, you have a little cursory glance down the front. Geelong being Geelong, you're like, who's here yeah. that I know? <laughs> That's exactly what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Spot someone that you went to primary school with haven't seen since you were ten. You're like, Josh Yeah. <laughs> I might have uh spoken it would have been years since I have if I have told this story, but my uh my friend Mitch Bessel, who is a category one genius, cut the cab rink line in Geelong at three in the morning. Oh no, so no, like don't do that. Peak cab time. Don't do that. He did, and he got away with it. It was a thing of beauty. But if you get in the cab, I guess you're safe. Yeah, uh, yeah, but he didn't get straight into the cab. It was more that like he was waiting in line for yeah. a, for a good minute, or so for the next cab. So, but yeah, People like just don't notice. There would have been a, no. Yeah, he bl- there was like it was like an Assassin's Creed when a crowd walks by <laughs> and you hold triangle and blend in. Um, it was one of those things where like so there's like a group of two, and then there was a group of four, and the group of four started laughing, and he sort of sidled in and timed his laugh perfectly with their laugh, but while he was facing the group of two. So when one of them's realized that he was laughing as well, they've looked, but they're like, oh, I I guess he just overheard us and was laughing at the joke, but he's obviously not with us, he's with them. With those guys, yeah. Yeah, and then they went back to themselves. So when those two got in a cab and he didn't, no one in that immediate behind him group had noticed and then he just jumped in the next cab and off he went.
2: I think I didn't have the guts he to He saved himself that.
3: about 45 minutes wait in the, the middle of winter in Geelong. The, it was fucking magical. Taxi line is the worst. Oh, he's like, he like, didn't get lost Oh, mate,
2: yeah. just, just being there, yeah. let cutting a line. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong
3: street. No.
1: This is Kent Brockman live at the Springfield Post Office on
0: Tax Day. It's literally the 11th hour, 10 p.m. And tardy taxpayers are scrambling to mail their returns by midnight. Sir, why did you wait until the last minute to pay your taxes? Taxes? Isn't this the line from Metallica? Sir, uh, why did you wait until the last minute to pay your taxes?
1: Because I'm an idiot.
0: Happy? Of course. Not everyone is an idiot. Some of us took our receipts and pay stubs to our accountants months ago. And at the risk of sounding a little smug...
1: Oh, help! Does anyone have a calculator?
0: Myron? No.
2: I love that Brockman scene. So smug. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone can... have a calculator? Myron? <laughs> Myron. That should have been one of my trivia questions. And we get the... uh, So we had the crusty moment there as well. Everyone, the family's then watching it on TV. And Homer's... This here, it's funny because you can kind of see Homer doing it. But mm. I'm sure... If Marge is making him do the taxes this year, I'm assuming he would have done the taxes in previous years prior to the year prior. Yeah, that's a fair point. So it's like he's only done the taxes once. He should have known that.
3: The other thing is I'm pretty sure Homer's not in charge of the finances. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. Like if you were going to nitpick.
2: We learnt last week, don't ask questions anymore.
3: <laughs> Nothing makes sense. <clears throat> don't worry, Mitch is just dying over here. No, I'm good. Yeah, like the, that was that was the one thing that I was like, yeah, no.
2: Hmm. But uh, so he's making fun of the people for not doing on time. Uh, So, then we get the to-do pile. Homer here doing the taxes. I don't know. It just seems like just occasionally for the sake of a gag, they have him just become an absolute moron. I know he's
3: always dumb, but things not understanding how
2: many kids he's got and whatnot. Like, come on.
3: Yeah, but again, like, the joke there is not that he doesn't know. The joke is just that he's panicking and you have more deductibles. So... Yeah. The more kids you have, the more of a refund you're potentially going to get. So, I think... I you say, he? Uh, seven, nine. You've, I think, no, Maggie, you're seven kids. Maggie is seven people.
2: <laughs> uh, I do like his justification. If I don't see it, it's not illegal. Yeah. Not sure that flies, but... And you see those cars? They actually fuck each other up. People die there. Because somebody goes through that red light.
3: Yeah, it's pretty... Yeah.
2: It's a pretty serious accident. They're, yeah. they're, whoever's in that driver's seat is dead.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I feel like this... This might be the Simpsons crossing over with Remember the Titans. Yes. Poor he, Gary Bertie. Not good. He, uh...
2: Taran, why do you remind me of that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that's where my head went to. Uh So he... Is this, is this where he stops to um have something to eat first?
3: Um, On the way through?
2: I mean, it's yeah, yeah, he stops at the hot dog vendor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always time for a hot dog. Throws it in. It's pretty. It's actually a pretty cool little action sequence of it bouncing. It's like a basketball mm. on the on the on the ring. Yeah, goes in, but then once it gets to the uh, wherever it has to go, the postal service or whatever, it lands in the um severe it? severe order. Oh, you don't want to be to in the, there,
3: as opposed to the quick refund.
2: Yes, do you reckon it actually happens? Do you reckon it's a yeah. quick refund, and that it's occasionally picks something out and just goes. Yeah,
3: yeah, there would definitely be a percentage, and particularly these, like like a, um, a booze bus, particularly <laughs> these days with e tax and that sort of thing. There would be a percentage that just get pushed through, and. Do you reckon they look for keywords? Uh, yeah, keywords, key professions, that sort of stuff. Um, but I'm sure they just go, yeah. There's a quota. We can't audit everybody. So it's just randomly assigned. We're then at Moe's and we're just dealing with hypotheticals. I'm, so. I'm also sure that in Australia, there's a rule that says, um, what's that surname? Murdoch. Uh, bottom of the pile. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, Packer. How uh, we can lose that one.
2: We're then at Moe's and they're just dealing with hypotheticals. So so Lenny, let's say you pull a thorn out of the Pope's
3: butt and he grants you one wish, what would it be? What would you what would your wish be? Oh look, if it turns out that their religion is correct, I'd like a free pass.
2: If you could get if you could film I would
3: like the Pope to have like a uh, an entry book for like a um a coupon for heaven. <laughs> <laughs> one free entry signed the
2: Pope. If you could have the Pope do anything on camera, what would it be? Pull your phone out. He'll do anything you want him to. <laughs> Drop his pants and do the old grey mare. She ain't what <laughs> she used to be. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> um, can you imagine how many views that would get?
3: It'd be pretty fantastic. Do you reckon the Pope is a fan of The Simpsons?
2: No. Yeah, reckon?
3: I don't reckon the Pope has spent too much time watching TV.
2: I don't know. I,
3: I feel like... a lot like of time on his hands, would he not? No. Because I feel like he would have a lot of time studying scripture to yeah. become the Pope. Yeah, I don't think that it's not just raffled off. Is it possible to not see the Simpsons? It's just everywhere. Yes, it is very possible to not see the Simpsons. <sighs> it have to be my choice, though, wouldn't it? Venture outside of the suburbs, standard. Yeah, but he's not out, outside of the suburbs is what I'm saying. Someone in his he's position. He's in the Vatican. It's not the suburbs. Yeah, but he's, he's in a <sighs> land devoted to holy belief. I don't know. He's got he's got the Sistine Chapel to go look at. What about the
2: um, Antique Collectibles, uh, Antique Roadshow? Oh, he'd be all over yeah. Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, that, that's his show. That's
3: his yeah. jam. Anyway, get him back to the episode. He'd have one of everything that was ever on Antiques Roadshow <laughs> as well. <laughs> he really would.
0: So, Lenny, let's say you pull a thorn out of the Pope's butt and he grants you one wish. What'll it be? Hmm. Huh. Only one, huh? Well, I've always wondered what it would feel like to wear something that's been ironed. That'd be sweet. What about you, Moe? Uh, gee, I was going to say a night with Joey Heatherton, but uh, an iron shirt. Damn, that's tempting. What about you, Homer? Well... Homer Simpson, United States government. Mm-hmm. Help! Somebody! Help! So how about you, Bond? One wish.
2: <laughs> we then cut to the IRS, and
3: see, Lucius is there. Yeah, it was wiping his sweat down with money. With money, yeah. And poor Gil. You work and you slave and you steal just enough for a sweet lick of that shiny brass ring. He's just,
2: I don't know, he's so pathetic, but you just want to just cuddle him. Mm. Poor Gil.
3: Poor Gil. But he brings it all on himself, I'm assuming. Uh, Well, yeah, through... He's a lovable loser. Through being generally hapless.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Homer's here. When he says Simpson, Homer J, Homer's...
3: (laughs) I really like the uh, crying, pleased to meet you. I'm very happy to meet you. When, I, I, when I didn't like that, actually. I thought it was really good acting from Dan to, to kind of get those two, to get that I, tone.
2: I just felt like no one would ever actually do that. He did a good job of it. Yeah, which
3: is why I thought it was, it was funny.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mr. Simpson, this government computer can process over
0: nine tax returns per day. Did you really think you could fool it?
3: No,
1: sir. I'm really sorry, sir. An older boy told me to do it.
0: You're looking at five years Minimum.
1: No, sir, please. I can't go to prison. They pee in a cup and throw it on you. I saw it in a movie.
0: You won't be seeing any prison movies where you're going. Prison.
1: No, please, I'll do anything.
0: Anything? Well, that's a start. Agent Johnson, FBI. I'm
1: very happy to meet you.
0: From now on, you're gonna work for us.
1: Okay, but could you pay me under the table? I got a little tax problem.
2: Actually, going back, how much did you feel sorry for Marge when she reflects on what she? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Had like, some real talent, kid. Like, oh yeah, Jesus. It's like yeah, they've got back to that well again. You sort of see that more now with these kind of episodes because Homer is just so. They don't feel like a loving marriage anymore at times. Homer, yeah, I'll give you that. It's like just, they, they don't just, devote any time to it. No, you don't see. You don't see that lovey-dovey relationship anymore. It's more that Marge is treating him like a child, not treating him like a child, but he's behaving like yeah. a child. Uh, if you just get back to mother?
3: our earlier reviews, we were talking. We used to talk about how much we loved the quiet scenes where they would have in bed and just reflect, and they don't get that anymore. Yeah. Now, if they're ever in bed, it's purely for a joke. Exactly, yeah.
1: They want you to spy on your friends? let's spy, squeal. I've got no choice. The government has no right to use you this way. Quiet, honey. You don't know how big this government is. It goes all the way to the president. <laughs> There you go, rat boy. Does this make me look fat? No, it makes you look like a tool of government oppression, but not fat.
2: So then Homer goes off to spy or squeal on his friends. <laughs> if my cover gets blown and I need help, what's the signal?
3: Close door. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> now Charlie gets a speaking role here. Not very often Charlie gets to
3: speak. Yeah, that's true. So and whatever it, he does is for a good purpose, and it though. ultimately costs him.
2: And it, usually, when he speaks, it's usually going to result in his demise in some yeah, way. Yeah, generally. The tube, yep. Uh, the, the door being painted on. Yep. That kind of thing. Is, yeah. there, is there any other scenes?
3: No, that were the two that sprung to my mind. Yeah, yeah. As a funny U turn here, how Homer's like, let's hear about some illegal activity. And they just start rattling off all the things that he's done.
2: It's been done before, but it ne- it's never not funny.
3: Yeah. It's never <laughs> been done while he's being recorded. Yeah.
2: No, but I mean in other shows and whatnot. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. They then go to the park and they're having a little private conversation. This is the JFK moment. Is it? Okay, yeah. I was wondering so, what it was. Yeah.
3: This is um, specifically Kevin Costner meeting Donald Sutherland's character in the park. Okay, for what reason? Uh, he's kind of like a... I think he's a government insider. Okay. Um, he just starts pouring fuel to the um, uh, fuel on the fire of the conspiracy angle. It's one of those, like, you're looking in the right direction type scenes. Then he tells him,
2: "Let's take a walk." Walk. So this is where I mean, like annoying Homer. Mm. Like even like, uh, he's going to take a suicide pill just so he doesn't have to go for a walk and stuff. It's like <laughs> yeah, that was pretty silly. It's it's funny, but it's just like eh, it's not really Homer anymore. He's not Homer anymore. Uh, where they want him to be. Uh, so they go to the mall and they catch Millhouse doing this. This must be a gigantic fucking photo booth because he's standing on that seat and he looks
3: tiny. Tiny. Yeah, that doesn't like normally photo booths are cramped. Yeah,
2: the proportions aren't right. That no, drawing, I don't think. I like his excuse though. My shirt fell off. <laughs> you can actually imagine Millhouse doing this. Yeah. Do you reckon people have actually done this though in real life?
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, I, Surely I assume, you just take a photo in your mirror. This is how you used to have to send dick pics. You had to go get the Polaroid done. Yeah, that's true. You couldn't just buy it. Polaroid's pretty expensive. Hmm. Fuck! Remember when you used to have to like wind the film and stuff to take a photo? Yeah. And, and you didn't nightmare. know if it was going to be good. You had to yeah. pay money and hope that one of them came out you'd, well. Yeah, you'd get fifteen of your twenty-four
3: yeah. actually developed. Well, the, the, no, you just get them all developed. and you... No, but I mean, like, some of them would be underexposed and the, or ah, they'd yeah, just yeah. come out fucked.
2: The, the anticipation of going to the shop hoping that some, someone, mm. like, the excitement of hoping someone was going to be okay. That's
3: why I were looking through a family album of Ashes recently and there was just a bunch of really terrible photos in there. But I was like, well, I guess back then, had no choice. once it was printed, it was going in the album. Yeah. Like, I've paid for this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: Mr. Simpson, please cover your ears while I say the secret access word
1: cheese Good morning, Agent Johnson The film you're about to see is top secret and contains adult situations In 1945 the people of Europe struggled to rebuild following the war (laughs) Shut up, Simpson To ease this crisis President Truman promised relief American tax dollars will help our allies who fought so poorly and surrendered so readily Make good on this drunken boast, Truman authorized the one-time printing of the largest denomination currency ever—a trillion-dollar bill. Ooh, a trillion-dollar bill—that's a spicy meatball. The man chosen to deliver this precious cargo to Europe was America's <laughs> wealthiest an and therefore most trustworthy citizen, Sir Montgomery Burns. Unfortunately, the money never arrived. Well, this is a kick in the knickers. Should we complain to somebody? No. I say we just act snooty to Americans forever. I agree. This film will self-destruct, if not properly stored.
2: So basically, Homer has to get the trillion dollar bill from Mr. Burns. Now, this is the thing. This is my picking nits. Mr. Burns has filed for bankruptcy on The Simpsons before. Hmm. He supposedly had a trillion-dollar bill on him the whole time.
3: Yeah, but it's a stolen trillion-dollar bill. I don't give a fuck. <clears throat> Where, I don't give a fuck.
2: Why? He had a trillion-dollar bill. He could have somehow used it if he really wanted to. How are
3: you going to fence a trillion-dollar bill? I think it's going to be difficult. Plus, filing for bankruptcy, it's not the end of the world. Often, what's, the, what's
2: the point in keeping it, then, if you can't use it? Uh,
3: it's what's the point in stealing something that you can't use? Pride. These, I don't think it's pride it was to stop it from going to the Europeans and he that's all that he thinks it's worth money that's why uh, it's both but I think it's more about keeping it out of where it was intended imagine if that vending machine actually worked it'd be like a fucking poking machine going no, off. they would have needed to get in <laughs> like Hummergard to replace it with coins <laughs> the next keep the trucks coming
2: <laughs> but uh, so yeah he goes oh, first of all Burns has just been really rude to Smithers he's just being a horrible person to Smithers mm. here I don't know why I bother. I'm choking it down, aren't I?
3: Isn't that thanks enough? Yes. Pretty, if you would say that to Ash? I would not. Forget <laughs> I would never say anything like that in real life. In your head. that's <laughs> different. What you think and what you say are two different things. I will share with you a, a thought that I had. And the listeners? And the listeners. A thought that I had that I didn't say out loud. Explain a scenario. Uh, Ash loves plans, right? Like planning things. Yeah, yeah. She, we're going to Europe. She's been planning that for the last two years, and she'll get frustrated at my inability to plan more than a couple of weeks away. So I do all my work for the holiday in the last week because it's tangible and it feels real. Whereas she'll be asking me, like, "Do you want to do this tour or this tour a year and a half out?" Like, I don't fucking know. Like, I got no idea what I'm getting, what mood I'll be in for. Um, Sunday, uh, I spent. uh, maybe two hours meal prepping Um, made a bunch of stuff for her a bunch of stuff for me I wanted salmon she didn't want salmon so I had to like do individual portions and like figure out how much chicken was equivalent to X amount of salmon and sub it all out that way this morning she forgot her lunch and after spending that much time she's like oh I feel bad and I'm really sorry outwardly I was like that's fine these things happen inwardly I was like inwardly is that a word? yeah it is now (laughs) I was like, you would think someone who loves a plan so much would be better at carrying them out. Now what, Smithers? Hey, you're not Smithers.
1: Uh, I'm Homie Simpson, your trusted employee. <laughs> employee, eh?
0: What a pleasant surprise. Hmm? A pack of vicious dogs should be ripping you to pieces.
1: Uh, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Very well, come on in. Perhaps I have something I can scald you with. It'll uh, be a few minutes. So, what brings you to my home?
1: Well, Mr. Burns, you always come off as kind of a gruff, crotchety loner. But we both know that deep down inside... <laughs> still cold.
2: Hmm. Well, let me get you a towel. Why is he using a gas stove, though? Doesn't he have all the electricity in the world? It's an
3: older-fashioned house. Yeah, I guess so. So... But yeah, yeah, it doesn't like he wouldn't want to pay a gas company if he could supply himself with electricity. Yeah, but anyway, and it doesn't matter. Uh, I love that both know that deep down.
2: <laughs>
3: still cold.
2: I'll go get you a towel. Oh, let me get you a towel. Yeah. So great. Whenever I hear this, now there was a like a an internet meme going around about 15, 20 years ago. Have you ever heard? Now, it was described as the file name as Adam Sandler as Donald Duck getting a blowjob. Have you ever heard that oh, audio? Uh, yeah. And it ends with, the, hold on, I'll go get you a towel. Back in the days
3: of LimeWire. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't Adam Sandler. It was just, no, of course not. No. <laughs> Even Adam Sandler would not stoop to that yeah. <laughs> And that and the
2: kick my dog. Remember the kick my dog thing? <laughs> yeah, Holy that was Jesus. Was it CKY or something? I don't know who did it. It was like Jackass before Jackass. Kind of, yeah. As a, As a kid the first time I heard and now my dog need operation
3: yeah and I don't even know why that, I'm pretty sure I would not laugh at it now but I found it very funny when I was 13 yeah and everyone had it like have you, got, have you heard this prank yeah. call yeah
2: and then there's that TV show that's, that spawned from it um, Crank anchors. yeah so what happened people was outside the door just now Elliot was obviously scraping something on the floor I thought if I knocked on the wall it would give Nicola the sign please stop Elliot from doing that but then Jet heard that and has barked and gone straight to the front door I've made matters worse call and response from Jet <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Mr Burns goes out of the room to get the towel and Homer's going, stooping around looking for the trillion dollar bill, looking through the uh, the pantry. Mm-hmm. No, wouldn't be in there, but anyway. Also doing his best to leave everything turned. Yes. Uh, Mr Burns walks in. Oh, I'm onto you. He goes to use a suicide pill. It's pretty, pretty extreme. Yeah. Like, what's Burns going to do?
3: Throw more tepid water on him. <laughs>
2: he uh, thinks he's visiting uh, confusing for the uh, person from the magazine what's the magazine called I can't quite remember uh, Colliers Colliers is that an actual thing uh, didn't my that ignorance. up but let's assume that it is it's something it's got to be something surely
3: so they get into the uh, the Hall of Patriots
2: and it's all just different versions of Mr. Burns' family
3: yeah <laughs> tossing the t- like in great moments of American history yeah tossing the tea uh, oh well Franklin Jefferson Franklin Burns. Jefferson Burns <laughs> I, I do like the joke here it's brutal but you know, what caffeine would do to the Fenway flounder. Is that a fish? It was. It was, yeah. And he's so proud of it. Yeah. yeah. That's almost like a joke that Farnsworth would say.
2: Yes, that's true. Yep. I'm not sure whether he would be proud of making something extinct, though. No, but he would be indifferent. He would be bothered by it. Like,
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Is that the trillion dollar bill in his hand? <laughs> that
0: would be pretty careless of me, wouldn't it? I keep the real bill right
1: here. Wow. That must be
0: worth a fortune. Nobody move! What the... Montgomery Burns, you're under arrest for grand, 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 grand larceny. Uh, I'm not the thief. The government is. Every year, you make hard-working Joes like my reporter friend here pay income taxes. And for what? Aid to ungrateful foreigners. Do-nothing nuclear missiles. Tomb polish for some unknown soldier.
1: Yeah, he's right.
0: You crooks in Washington head. put a sock in it, punk. Do you can silence me, but you can't silence Collier's magazine. Tell the people, don't let the government push you around. You have a choice. Fight
1: back. I'm gonna write the best darn article. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, Uncle Sam. (laughs)
2: <laughs> like I said it's simple it's cheap but that gag with the hand on the ass just gets me every time <laughs> it's just Homer's little giggle it's the tee Yeah. <laughs> the tee <tea-hee> sells it <laughs> then they bursting out the door driving off his goggles or whatever it is that his, his mask Burns it's just perfection mm. it's just, what is that called?
3: Um, by the way if you actually look closely <clears throat> if you look closely at Burns' rant about the government you'll see why He's really not being altruistic all of a sudden. So it's not... eh, um, Let me have a drink and explain my point.
2: That was fucking creepy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Predator just came in. Um, So, uh, what he says, and for what? To aid ungrateful foreigners to do, do nothing nuclear missiles, tomb Polish for some unknown soldier. Yeah. So he's angry that we aren't launching the nukes. He's angry that we're helping other people. He's angry that we are recognising fallen soldiers. It sounds like he's being patriotic, he's, but he's not. No. It's all the delivery. A, he's a mild... Well, I mean, he's definitely not patriotic if he's anti-government. Yeah. But he's not pro-human. You know, you know what either. I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like, so yeah, it's... Um, it, uh, the argument, and uh, the, like I said, I saw it online, the argument that like suddenly burns is uh an anti-government or pro for whatever the little man. yeah for the little man does not hold up at all if you if you pay any attention to what he actually says especially the soldier <laughs> some no-name soldier yes and like in america to make that joke as well like that's an incredibly Ooh, yeah. offensive notion to disrespect the dead particularly the the you know those that have died fighting, the fighting. for their
2: country we just got these um american uh Icon pop vinyls in it's like Uncle Sam Rosy Riveter things like that oh, yeah. the American guy at work had to buy them instantly I was like why and he goes America like you <laughs> it just, I was like okay I, I kind of get it like they just, they just love their country yeah so they're all bursting out getting away. <laughs> they love
3: their country. We don't though. No, I was going to say, they love co- their country and consumerism and yes. pop vitals. Yeah. <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> American uh, great figureheads are the perfect marriage of those two. Made in Taiwan. Yeah. <laughs> is it made out of plastic? Even better. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to pick up Smithers. I just did Will Henderson all
2: of a sudden. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. Smithers is just having a great old time. I like Will Henderson, but occasionally he
3: talks like this on stage. It's not good. I don't
2: know. Smithers is having a great time at home. Very clean, pristine house. Pink bathrobe on.
3: Uh yeah. Keep it keep your shirt on. <laughs> keep your top on. <laughs> keep your top <laughs> on. <clears throat> Uncharacteristic show of strength from Burns, yoinking him through the door. Was it Homer or Burns? Um Could have been both. Of them. Well he says, Why sir? What a pleasant so Yeah. Maybe must, maybe Homer yeah. burst out and grabbed it. But anyway, maybe. yeah.
2: Wouldn't now this is the thing. Wouldn't Smithers know that Fidel was in charge of Cuba?
3: Uh, yeah, but, you
2: know, he still shows fealty to Burns. Yeah, but wouldn't he t- try and explain to Burns?
3: Once once Burns has his mind set on something? Yeah, exactly. This th- this is how the podcast should work. I'll just say the first, like from here on in, I'll say the first sentence of a thought and you can finish it for me.
2: <laughs> they drive past Wiggum, we get the final Wiggum quote here. This is Agent Johnson from the
0: FBI. Be on the lookout for a 1936 Maroon Stutz Bearcat. Huh, that really was more of a burgundy.
2: Then we cut to back home. The IRS are trying to explain to the kids what's going on, the situation, and mm-hmm. the kids are just more excited because they think they have trillion dollars now. Yeah. Lisa here pretty much says, "Don't worry about uni. I want to uh, get dune buggies. Doom buggies. That would be pretty fun.
3: Yeah. Uh, I like that. Even Lisa, who loves education, uh, you know, there's a there's a point where you go, "No, nah, that's enough money. Yeah. Certainly, a trillion dollars is that point point thousand times over. What's that? That's more. a
2: thousand billion, right? Yeah. Uh, richest man there was one hundred and fifty-seven billion, I think. The guy that owns Amazon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's correct. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Pizos and then Bill Gates. Oh, did you see the interview recently, Bill Gates? Where he... I think there's a South American guy that's up there as well. Bill Gates made some decision about where they didn't opt to do the um the Android, like Google do it instead, and it's cost his business like five hundred billion dollars. Ouch. Yeah, you know what his response to it was? You know what? Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, quote. Oh well. We you have $107 billion, do you really need the extra $500 billion? I mean, I guess you could direct it because he don't it's a lot of charity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: he probably would have donated most of that.
2: So we're at the Springfield Airfield, birthplace of the wind cheer. And then we've got uh, Burns in his uh, pilot outfit. It's just amazing. <laughs>
3: There's a lot of costume changes for Burns. <laughs>
2: yeah. The, the episode by now, it's just as wacky
3: as can be. Yeah. It's just all common sense just thrown out the window. You're leaving US jurisdiction, turn back immediately or we'll be unable to prosecute you. <laughs> yeah. Better do what he says. Yes. This is almost like uh the sequence or it made me think of the sequence from American Made, Tom Cruise film. Uh, uh have I seen it? No, I haven't. I know the one you mean. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, it's sort of like trying to avoid customs officials in their planes. It's similar to what happens here. Kind of, I okay. I don't think they ask him to turn around. But yeah, it was just it was evocative of that. Yeah. So this is where Homer tries to put it into the into the vending machine.
2: There's soda on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Burns here. It's just he's not the normal Burns. Like you, you can't. This version of Burns is so different from the Burns mm. we've come to know. It's it's almost like a whole new person. It's it's bizarre.
3: It is. It it's still it's, has it's fun, but it, it's bizarre. It still has sim- like commonality. So
2: oh, I don't think it does.
3: Well, compared this, to like the the evil tyrant Burns, this is the opposite. Yeah, but they're in this one together. Like that's why I circ- say it's fun. Yeah, but circumstances push them together. So he's not going to be an e- evil tyrant. In that, uh, you know, like he's seeing a sense of camaraderie, and there have been some times where Burns has displayed camaraderie. It's very similar to when him and Lisa team up. That's the kind of yeah.
2: style Burns we've got here. Yeah, the helpless Burns, even though he's not really helpless.
0: Any of these islands would make a fine new country. I call president, vice president. Oh. Ooh, there's a big one. And it has freedom written all over it.
1: Sir, that's Cuba.
0: Cuba, eh? Take her down, Smithers. Uh,
1: you're flying the plane, sir.
0: Excellent. Sorry about the landing, boys. This fog is so thick I can't see my own
2: cataracts. So then we just get a bunch of, like, gags... Not paying at Cuba, but just sort of, just what they usually do when they go international.
3: Yeah, actually, it, this is another thing. Like, the whole Cuba trip, like I said, would normally be an entire episode. Yeah. They just cram a bunch of Cuba jokes into the space of about a minute. A, literally, like two minutes Boxing at most. max match while smoking cigars. Yeah,
2: the donkey meat. Yeah. And whatnot. Uh, Homer's talking to Marge on the phone. Uh, yes. How does that happen? Well, what do you mean? Does he, have, does he have money on him, though? Like, how's he using the phone?
3: Surely he's got a couple of bucks. Or he a could couple of bucks borrowed. in
2: 1998 to call fucking America from Cuba on a payphone,
3: Call collect.
2: Uh, I guess maybe the 1-800-COLLECT. God, did you ever accept any of those calls? No. you accept a collect call from... Um, I don't think anyone
3: ever requested, though. Not oh, really? Not okay. that many people were keen to talk to me back when we had landlines. Or now, for that matter.
0: Ah, the new Packard we've been hearing so much about. Batista's gone. Did you know that? I had no idea. In that case, just take us to whoever's in charge. Comrades, our nation is completely bankrupt. We have no choice but to abandon communism. I know, I know, I know. But we all knew from day one this Mumbo jumbo wouldn't fly. I'll call Washington and tell them they won. But Presidente, America tried to kill you. Ah, they're not so bad. They even named the street after me in San Francisco. I was it's full
2: of what? Who voiced Fidel?
3: Might look that up. Yeah, I don't know. Um, little joke there about the cab they get into the Packard. Who says the new Packard? The um, Packard was a was produced in Detroit first in 1899. Uh, the last Detroit-built Packard was in 1956. Okay. I don't know if they moved on, but I, I assume that that's kind of the joke that they were going for there that um, Cuba, Cuban production lines going with old school cars. And Burns
2: being old school. Mm. So, Dan uh voiced Castro. Do you think people from Cuba would have found this offensive? Do you think people from Cuba watched The Simpsons?
3: Uh, probably not. I would hazard a guess that in a. I mean, Brazil it was really popular. Was it? Yeah, okay. Um, I would hazard to guess that in a communist-run country, you've got pretty limited access to American TV. You would assume so, but that's just an assumption. It is just an assumption. Might be a silly assumption, so I apologize. Cuba, prove me wrong. Yes.
2: (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, they go to meet with Fidel, and I kind of felt sorry for Burns here because as evil as Burns is, I kind of wanted him to win. You knew how it was going to end. Especially when they set it up so obvious with them going bankrupt. Like, you know, I okay. like
3: the idea, that, though, that they set Cuba up as his backwards country and then Castro wins. <laughs> and the fact that Burns just instantly knows. like, oh, dear. yeah, yeah, That's the end of that. And there's no way I'm going to be able to yeah, fight this.
2: So then what happens? So then they're out in the raft and they've got to find their own way home. It's very much like... Uh,
3: Boy Scouts in the hood.
2: That. And I'm trying to think of um, the name from... Ah, oh, who's it? Chief Brody and what's his name on the way back from the Jaws boat? Oh,
3: um, Chief Brody and... Hopper. Hopper.
2: Yeah, just like on a raft, just trying to get yeah. like back to land.
1: <laughs> it's hard to believe there's a place worse than America, but we found it. Yes,
0: I too feel renewed appreciation for the good old US of A. Oppression and harassment are a small price to pay to live in the land of the free.
1: But, uh, sir, aren't you facing some serious jail time?
0: We. If it's a crime to love one's country, then I'm guilty. And if it's a crime to steal a trillion dollars from our government and hand it over to communist Cuba, then I'm guilty of that too. And if it's a crime to bribe a jury, then so help me, I'll soon be guilty of that. God bless America.
2: All in all though, yeah, like we said, it's a really, really fun I think that's the best way to describe this episode. It's really fun. Don't worry about how the logistics of it and how absurd it is. Just enjoy the fact that you get Smithers, Burns, and uh, Homer on a wacky adventure to Cuba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that somehow starts off with Homer not doing his tax on time, or no, he did his tax on time, just not doing it correctly. Is this an episode you recommend? Because a lot of well, it, no, it
3: starts off with New Year's Eve. <laughs> Let's go uh, further back. Yeah, okay, yeah.
2: But uh, would you, would you recommend this to people? Because a lot of some people say it's in their top ten. Some people say they absolutely hate this episode. It's
3: such divided consensus. Um, no, well, look, I liked it, so I would. And, you know, if they didn't like it, then I'd have discovered something about that person. What it is I'd sure recommend a secret. I'd recommend it to people as an experiment for myself. What
2: did we learn, Palmer?
3: So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Uh, I learned that the US Treasury really should have sent a check.
2: They really should have, yeah. I learned that you should never trust anyone who lives on an island. Tasmanians, crazy fools, <laughs> Australians. Jabail! <not> <laughs> <laughs> Jabail is here! Ooh! Mailbag time now. This week's mailbag is brought to you by Jordan Ritchie and Thomas Wilford, our twenty dollars patrons. We love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. This question comes from, I'm assuming Georgia, G E R O G I A. I think that's misspelt. Georgia, hmm. George Ben. If you could time travel in the past, into the past, what event would you try to change? It's only relating to you.
3: Can you just go back to Friday night and not have sneezed at three in the morning? Yeah, that wouldn't have been. That'd be would uh, been that's high on the list right now.
2: Be a much more. Uh, Enjoyable experience, this podcast for you. Yeah. Um, Something from way back that you would like to change. Not getting on the wrong school bus that time, maybe? I
3: guarantee yeah. the listeners can hear old Elliot They're crying. <laughs> oh, I once went to a pizza place and ordered a, um, a pizza that had pork sausage and fennel. Fennel? Fennel,
2: yeah. Never again. Why did you do that?
3: Did you think it sounded like a good idea at the time? I didn't think it would be so
2: heavily fenneled. I thought it was going to be mostly pork sausage. I've ordered anchovies once on a pizza and that was like the worst thing ever. Fuck, it was disgusting. Yeah, okay.
3: Yeah, These are things you don't recover from. (laughs) Well, you do it once, you never do it again. The good thing is like, I go back and change that moment. It doesn't spiral out of control. Like, you know, even I get a butterfly flaps its wings and there's a hurricane on the other side of the world. But I feel like just to not have tasted fennel in such a potent formula would uh, would have infinitely improved my life and not changed anyone else's have you ever had a meal we've gone
2: out for a meal whether it's like a takeaway or something and you could have got the large or the upgrade or whatever or the mm. extra sauce or something and you're going nah I don't need it then ate the meal and gone I probably should oh jeez I was hungry yeah. yeah
3: but then that always leaves room for a pudding sticky things your yeah. favourite yes I I'm
2: not a dessert person I'm just like just give me meat
3: yeah okay right now give me soup yes. I don't know if I can handle some of oh we
2: should probably leave because Mitch is absolutely dying it's, it's falling apart yeah. I've hit my limit <laughs> listen to this you can barely speak. thank you so much for listening to our Trouble with the Trillions review make sure you send in some questions we're a bit light in the questions the last couple of weeks so mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com you'd love to hear from each and every one of you. if you've never sent in a question make sure you do it
3: we might do a mailbag special like we've done the ask us anything yeah but we'll throw it open to everyone as like a ask
2: a, us anything worldwide <laughs> yeah like, worldwide um, the, the free
3: feed yeah, for the, so mailbag at you just get in some questions and that can now uh, be an episode for while we are away overseas.
2: Yes. Mitch, any final words for the
3: listeners? Haven't I not given you enough? Shh. <laughs>